Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that is on the run for a film that we did not make. I got it that time. <laughs> <What do> you... <laughs> now that you've pointed at it. <laughs> I am the man hiding from the law, Chris, and with me is the man who just doesn't care, NASA. Yeah, I don't care. No. Being that we are still currently deprived of our summer blockbuster movies, we are in our third week of recasting some major summer blockbuster films to fill the void. Yeah. Looking, really looking forward to Tenet when that eventually yeah. comes out. So this week we went with a film where Harrison Ford is being chased around, which could be a lot of Harrison Ford films. That's true. Yeah. However, this time he's being chased by none other than Tommy Lee Jones. So get yourself a good alibi as we recast The Fugitive. Yeah. One of the, ma- one of the few roles where Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> yeah. plays a federal marshal. <laughs> what? He didn't play what in U.S. Marshal? That's a sequel to this movie. I know. Okay. <laughs> no, he just played the same kind of character. No, but he also played a federal marshal in Man of the House, where he protected a house full of cheerleaders. Well, a sorority house? Yeah. No, it was cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. But I, I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. I really... Sorry? Did you get a phone call? Nope. Do you need to pick it up? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Yeah, space cowboys. Um, what was? Who are you looking at? Tommy Lee Jones. What was he in Toy Soldiers? I don't know. Maybe he was one of the voices. Oh, he's probably the. Okay, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> the fugitive. Let's the fugitive. So, one of the other famous Harrison Ford <laughs> movies that I love. I apparently really have a love affair with Harrison Ford films. He has some great movies. Yeah. I don't like. I've never seen The Witness or anything like that. Like the movies that are like his big ones, but like this one and obviously Star Wars and Indiana Jones and Blade Runner are huge I movies would in my say life. Those are his big ones. Yeah. So. And then the Fugitive. Mm-hmm. So. Ah, uh, Harrison Ford. So things that I really like about this movie, I, I really like. Obviously, Harrison Ford is, is really really good. Yes. Doctor Richard Kimball. Um, <laughs> This movie is the one movie where I first realized about the Harrison Ford point. Because he does it a lot in this movie. <laughs> um, but it for me, this movie is made because of Tommy Lee Jones and his crew. Right? Yes. The way they interact, the way they talk to each other. Um, mostly between him and um, Joey Pants. Joe Pantaleono. So... I don't know if you checked the IMDb trivia on this one. No. So, I never do. That's your job. Yes. Originally, uh, Cosmo, who is Joe... Pantaleono. Pantaleono. Joey Pants. Joey Pants. Apparently, originally, his character was supposed to die, and he lobbied for him not to die because in case there was a sequel, which there was. That's true. So he, he managed so that, to that, save himself. that end when he gets hit by the girder, he was supposed to die? Yeah. The random girder in the laundry area? Don't you have random girders just lying around? <laughs> Hurrah! Yeah. No, that, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. The, he, wanted, he wanted to be in a sequel if there was one, no. which there was. I don't know. For me, this, this is just a really good way of filming this type of movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like... It takes them almost a year to catch him, but there's no point in the movie where it goes three months later, yeah, two months later. They just show you, like, at the beginning, it's Christmas because they're at a Christmas party. And then later when he's trying to find Sykes and they catch him at the courthouse, mm-hmm. it's St. Patrick's. Patrick's Day because there's a parade, like, and they talk mm-hmm. about it. Like, it's that kind of filmmaking that makes this movie good. Well, also, the beginning party is... When his wife's still alive. Yeah. And then you have the entire length of the trial and everything. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's well done. And like when he is in and when he's posing as the janitor mm-hmm. and getting the information off the computer, he doesn't, when he prints it out, he doesn't fold it up and put it in his pocket. He crumples it up mm-hmm. and puts it in his pocket because he's a janitor. It's supposed to look like garbage. Mm-hmm. So if somebody finds him, it doesn't look no. suspicious, which is really cool. Mm. right i just i like the fact that like everyone they talk to about him is like oh yeah you'll never catch him he's smart like he's so stupidly smart yeah and then you kind of see that but part of that is like 
and this is what I really liked about this is part of it is Harrison Ford isn't a badass fighter. He's not. He doesn't kill anybody. No. And like he That's just the whole point of the movie. I know. <laughs> but like, he's just. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, not, but he's not like overly like. I don't know. Like the. Stupid, he's not house. Yeah. He's, he's not, not a like dick about super it. intelligent though to the point where it's like I can figure out the trajectory of this jump. Like. Yeah. He just knows yeah. how yeah. to do certain things. Yeah. Like. When he was on the run, he shaved his beard. He dyed his hair. Like, he was no. smart to know, okay, I need to change my appearance so that I still may kind of look like that person, but not. Like, after he shaves his face, like, mm-hmm. and the police officer stops him and goes, hey, have you seen a six-foot brown hair, brown eyes guy? And he goes, every day I look in the mirror, pal. Except for the Except beard. For the beard. <laughs> but did you notice he has the cut mark on yeah. his face? And you're like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, that's super clever and... You know, he constantly changes clothes and, mm. you know, changes locations and, no. yeah. I mean, I think it's incredibly well done and it shows how intelligent both characters are, both Richard Kimball and Gerard, right? Mm-hmm. Like when he's figuring stuff out, like I love, always loved when he sits down with the cops who, who tried, who made the case on Kimball yeah. and like, so why did he kill his wife? The money. He's a doctor. He's rich. Why does he need the money? She's got more money. He's like... You bozos. <laughs> I love I love the fact that throughout the whole time, like, uh, Gerard is just, like, learning more about Kimball, and he's like, yeah, this really doesn't make a lot of sense. No, this is weird. <laughs> this, and I love at the beginning where he takes over the investigation from the sheriff, and, he, and the guy's like, he's like you you're, you're a hero, and you, you, you stopped this yeah. because you saved your buddy and oh. all this. And then it's like, hey, we have some shackles here. Oh, hey, leg irons. We always find it funny when we find leg irons with no legs like, in them. Do you want to revise your previous statement, <laughs> no. sir? What? Do you want to tell us again your bullshit story? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like that. I like when he's like, there's, when they're talking about the L trains and all that, and then he just like takes credit for yeah, it. Yeah, I knew it was an L. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the big dog's ever wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But it, like, it's, it's, that's what kind of makes this movie really good, is that kind of camaraderie between that group of people and how they don't look at Kimball as this villain no. right they they're just just out to catch him because that's their job right they don't care what he did they don't well he has that right uh great moment with i think newman where newman gets held yeah by, by the other one and he shoots him and he's like can you hear out of this year yep can you hear me yeah. we don't i don't no, bargain no, yeah and they just like walks away and you're like Oh yeah, he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys. But then <laughs> I like on the phone call later. He's like, "Well, you can blame me. I'm the one who shot him." And yeah. He just hangs up on his boss. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like there's those great moments in this movie with, and I agree. I think it's uh, a cross between being a Harrison Ford movie and a Tommy Lee Jones movie. Like, yeah, the two of them together. They're definitely co they, co leads. They have four scenes in which they exchange dialogue. Yeah, and like two of them aren't even face-to-face well one of them is on the phone one of them's on the phone yeah and i guess he yells richard at him <laughs> in the courthouse <laughs> which i like that richard one. richard ah oh, damn it <laughs> you got me <laughs> yeah so remember whenever you're chasing after somebody just <laughs> yell their name out really loud <laughs> and they'll look at you and they'll look at you tom bosley oh there he is <laughs> they look they look how am i supposed to know well i'm supposed to shout you're supposed to look <laughs> yeah yeah but like and it's <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, it's always about the little things that you catch on repeat viewings mm-hmm. that make this movie so good, like the garbage and the, and like even then like the ongoing. Why do you always yell at us? Why don't you yell or yell at her? Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. And uh, Newman being like the new guy, yeah. you know, the, the young. Recruit. Don't let them make fun of your ponytail. Was <laughs> <laughs> like, go get me coffee. And a chocolate donut with those little sprinkles. <laughs> um, can we can we talk about all the various actors that were in this that aren't like the weren't like in the big name bills, but they're like the cameos. Oh, like Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. Julianne Moore. Yeah, who's up there on IMDb for some reason. She was supposed to be, have a bigger part. Oh, was she? And then they cut it out. Mm. So. Well, like at the, the first time he goes to the hospital, you see her run by with the gunshot victim. Mm-hmm. Right, you don't see her face; you just hear her, and you, you know, if yeah. you're paying attention, you know it's her, right? And then she obviously has the thing later, you know. So, but like Jane Lynch, yeah. um, 
Oh, the subway cop. Oh, who was the janitor from Scrubs? Scrubs. Yeah, I, I noticed that this time. I had never noticed that before. I'm like, oh, it's the Scrubs guy. <laughs> I only know him as a janitor, yeah. but I know he's played a cop a couple times in movies. Yeah, I'm sure we can find um, him on here. Yeah. Um, yeah, like there's a, there's, it's a, well, it's a relatively old movie, right? It's from 93, yeah. so. Um, do, 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 do. I know, I can't remember his. Oh, I'll keep going. Uh, is it Kevin Crowley? No, that's the state trooper. Oh, yeah, different guy. Okay, we'll whatever. We'll f- we don't want to have dead air. Um, but yeah, like there's a bunch of people that you're like, oh, okay, they're like show up in the movie and you're like, cool. Yeah. Hey, it's that person. I know that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Neil Flynn. Yes. Transit cop. There we go. Yeah. Old Neil Flynn. But like even the the corrections officer that gets out of the bus the old guy like i recognized him from things yeah he's been lots of things um can we talk about charles nichols the bad guy sure what is that accent (laughs) what it's the upper chicago (laughs) like i know he's not from here um uh, born in Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, I, the only other new movie I've no, ever seen this guy in was The Living Daylights, where he was the, one of the bad guys. Um, I think he played a Russian general in that. Well, he was in the Punisher movie. He was in the... The 89. The 89 Punisher, Punisher with movie. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dolph. Uh, I've, I've seen this guy in a few other things, but I don't know... Oh, maybe it's Train Spot or Transporter 3. Maybe. But yeah, because he's more not here. The fugitive. Yeah. Oh, he's in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Yeah, cool. Which were also supposed to have Harrison Ford in them. Which did have a Harrison Ford in one episode. Did it? Because I was reading that on IMDb. He was supposed to be in like, he was supposed to introduce and like exit. Mm -hmm. What's the term for that? When you do the ed end of it? Like, the know. opposite of introduce. Whatever. He was the, supposed to do the beginning and the end of each episode, but that didn't work out. Yeah. The introduction and the... Prologue? Epilogue? I don't know. Prologues before. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. after. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Anything else you want to say? Let's let's talk about the greatest... One of the greatest quotes ever. Oh, the, I didn't kill my mm-hmm. wife? I don't care. <laughs> I love it's how... gotta be the best Tommy Lee Jones yeah. line, I think, out of like anything I've ever seen Tommy Lee Jones in. Because mm-hmm. that line and that scene are just so good, and they're so iconic. Yeah. And then, and then I love how he, you know, Harrison obviously runs away with the gun, mm-hmm. and then just just has another gun, rip, rips the other gun out. <laughs> like, oh crap, <laughs> this guy means business. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what I said to you in the tunnel? You were pointing my gun at me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you said you don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I I I think that's the best part of that character because it's like he kind of takes the emotion out and he's like, "This is just my job. I don't care what you've done. I'm going after." Yeah, it's not my job to prove your innocence. It's my job to make sure to catch you so that you can prove your own innocence. So let's talk about one real life kind of situation. Okay. Even if he proved he didn't kill his wife. He still broke out of jail? He broke out of jail. Or he escaped mm-hmm. incarceration at some point. He committed identity fraud. He did. Kind of. So he broke into a, yes. a, a thing. And then, yeah, he, he you know. He has, he has broken the law. Various yes. laws. Yeah. I'm, so the question is, would he get off scot-free? Or would he get like. Well, it depends on whether or not how much pull this u.s marshal would have to be like hey you guys convicted the wrong guy because the of thing this. is Anyways. the thing is too though like i think he'd have an okay time getting off on all those charges because of the fact that if he was just going to jail mm-hmm. maybe not they were gonna go kill him yeah he was gonna be like he was going off to the lethal injection like yeah. this was this was death row like they threw the book at him also his lawyer it's terrible. absolutely terrible yes 
I am sorry. This is the one thing, as much as I love this movie, the one thing that has always bothered me about this. Richard, mm-hmm. he's trying to kill me. Is not how you would say, Richard is trying to kill me. No. Well, because she kind of says, he's trying to kill me, and then it's like... Then he, hear, then then he, he hears, hears Richard. Her. Yeah. And then it's, oh, he's trying to kill me. But yeah. I agree. I don't think... No jury would convict on that. I would put that as reasonable doubt, because I'd be yeah. like... That could be a number of things. Yeah. Like, she could just be... He was in the house, because... Like, but she could just be calling out to him as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because it's obvious, it's a Richard, mm-hmm. comma, he's, he's trying, trying to kill me. me. Yeah. Yeah. Not Richard's also, trying to like, kill me. Like, well, he didn't have any fingerprints. That dude fell down the stairs. Sykes yeah. fell down the stairs. Yeah. And then, like, ran out. You cannot tell me that they could not have found anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he had the glove on one hand and prosthetic on the other. But but the thing is, Mm -hmm. because of her injuries, I'm sure they tried to prove that they fought. No. There was a scuffle between him and his wife, not Mm -hmm. him and another man. Right? No. But it's because it's the no forced entry. But again, why isn't Richard going when they go, who had the keys? Oh, my friend had my car all night. Yeah. And also, why did the U.S. (laughs) Marshals go... Yeah, but Kimball made a call to Sykes at 7. And it's like, what? Give me his statement again. Let's see where he was. And they're like, well, he's at the party. Like, they figured... Oops, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> they they, they yeah, figured out... That's what that... I mean. These cops are bozos. Oh, yeah. They I... just they just were like, it's the husband. It's the husband. Yeah. He want... It's money. Yeah. I love, like you said, how <laughs> smug they sound about that. Yeah. And oh, then he's, he's the... like... She's richer. Like... <laughs> He's a, he's a doctor. He's a surgeon. Yeah. I don't think he cares. So this isn't the first time Celia Ward has been the wife of a famous doctor. Or this was the first time, not the second time, though. She's House's wife. Yep. House's ex-wife, I guess. Her ex. Yeah. His ex. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember like, hey, that's Dr. Richard Kimball's wife. <laughs> I saw them on her saw her own house. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> anyway, should we get to the cast or should we tell any changes? Do you want to change anything? I I'm I don't know. You kinda for me, I can't just recast somebody to play Tommy Lee Jones. But you have to. I, well I am. But I mean <laughs> I don't really want it exactly the same character. Oh, okay. Which you'll you'll kinda see with who I chose. Um, well, no matter what, it's not going to be the same character. No. And I think you can still kind of keep the storyline the same. You can modernize it. I, I think it'd be better modernized. Like, I know you have to run into the whole... CSI. Facial and... recognition yeah. problem with it. Um, and yes, CSI stuff. But facial recognition is so kind of hit and miss in the States. Like, if this is London... Wouldn't be a problem. Well, they have CTV cameras everywhere. They'd be like, well, we found the guy that ran out of the door, and then he ran the blocks, and we followed him for like eight days. Here he is. (laughs) Done. Case solved. So, yeah, it's a little... You'd have to get around a few things. I also thought of, at one point, making it actually older, like going further back. Mm -hmm. Like when the show was around? Kind of, Yeah. And having it in that era, but eh, I think I think a modern one would be a little better. Mm-hmm. Plus, we already got the the parody wrongfully accused Leslie Nielsen. No, I don't oh. never seen it. I think I've seen that one more than I've seen the Fugitive. <laughs> but who who's the uh, Samuel Gerard character? I think it's uh, I'll, I'll I'll look it up and I'll show you. It's somebody that I've seen in movies before, like. If I, I'll, I'll try to look it up while okay. we're, uh, we're talking here. Okay. But we'll go on to the cast first. Uh, we'll start with the director. Um, actually, you know, we'll do this first. Uh, the release date was August 6th, 1993. It's quite a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score was 96% for critics and 89% for audiences. Normally, audiences like movies better than critics. But but I think this was... I mean, it was a little long. But I didn't and it's feel... And it's not action-y. I think that was, that's one of the reasons why I think people... It's don't... not gunfights and it's not like yeah. uh, standoffs and all that. Like it's literally mm-hmm. Harrison Ford running away. Okay, so I mentioned this when we talked about The Rock. I talked about Harrison Ford's old man run from yes. Blade Runner 2049. He runs like that in this. 
So maybe that's just Harrison Ford's run. <laughs> but did you notice he limped? He limped for part of it, yeah. Do you know why? No, he, I'm guessing he hurt himself. So he actually injured himself in part of it and refused to get the surgery so that... Oh, the treatment so that throughout the film, it was a standard limp. That's mm. why he limps through a lot of it. Because cool. he did, I think it's... Was it during the train? Either during the train or when he was running through the forest. Because, like, that train derailment is awesome. Well, I love how a train derailment. You no, know, I know. I love that they practically did that. And it was one of the biggest, like, practical effects that they'd ever put on film for a long time. Yeah. Did you figure out who it was? No, it's still loading. You know, you could just go on our Wi-Fi. One day. <laughs> but yeah, like they actually took a train that was being retired and... Yeah. Derailed it. They one shot. It. Well, they would only get one shot. And they said it was because it was cheaper to do that than to make a miniature. Well, that makes sense. Because of where it is, that totally mm -hmm. makes sense. Like, like, you have to have this big... Like, all the ground around it, the lake, the... Yeah. Right? And then you wouldn't get those awesome scenes of them walking amongst the train, the the train the cars and train. everything, right? So Which apparently you can still see. What do you mean? Like it's still there? Yeah. Well, parts of it are still there. Well, why would it, they not clean it up? Well, because they use it as like tourists. Uh, I guess that's true. Come see, on. come see the fugitive set. <laughs> Old people like us are like, wow. Kids are like, what's the fugitive? Watch this movie. Is is that old Han Solo? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> It's older Han from the first movies, but younger Han from the newer movies. <laughs> uh, all right. Cast? Cast. Okay. Uh, yeah, we talked about the director, Andrew Davis. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he did a really good job. I didn't look him up. I sh probably should have um, see what else he's done, because uh, I don't recognize the name. I don't recognize a lot. Oh, he, was, he did Holes. And Under Siege. Under Siege was actually a pretty good... Steven Seagal. As much as Steven Seagal is... Um, did he collateral damage? Yeah, he did. Oh. 2002. Fugitive, under siege, that's, above law. That's the Her uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger one, right? I don't remember. No. Yes. 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 Yeah. He kind of does all these, like... Bill Hader was a prop guy on that movie. He has this fun story of trying to open these doors <laughs> for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, you can look it up. It's funny. I'm not going to try and butcher it here. Um, oh, he did a couple of Seagal movies, Above the Law, yeah. Under Siege. So, yeah. I don't know. I thought this one was really good. No. Um, okay. First on our list, because she is the least, I guess. Mm -hmm. Though she does crop up in more of this movie than I thought she did. Yeah. Um, um, Helen Kimball, played by Celia Ward. Do you want to start? I will start. I went with Ava Green. Jesus. <laughs> She's very attractive. Yeah, and, she is. You know what? We'll keep her. We can keep her as British. She can be a British to a British wife to the American husband. But yeah, I, I I mean I wanted somebody recognizable, but like you said, she's not really in this for a lot, so she doesn't have to do much. No. But yeah, went with Ava Green. Um. Was the character you were thinking of Lieutenant Fergus Falls? In Wrongfully Accused? Yeah. Probably. Richard Cerna. Is he an old... Does he look like an old Tommy Lee Jones type guy? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. He was in a lot of the Rambos. Yeah. As Trotman. Oh, he was the... The... The Curdle guy who... Yeah. Yeah, okay. He uh, did a pretty good job of playing that Tommy Lee Jones character in a parody form, so... Yeah. Anyways, Ava Green, Helen Kimball. Yeah. Uh, Ava Green is amazing. A very good actress, and one of the best Bond girls. Hmm? I'm not going to say if she's the best or not because we'll reserve that for our James our Bond. James Bond and uh, ranked episode <sighs> where we talk about that's, best Bond girls. That's going to be a while. November when the new one comes out, if it comes out in November. <sighs> Stupid Corona. Here's to No Wave Two. <laughs> Thanks yeah. to the states. Yeah, they're already in wave two. <laughs> Who's your Helen? Kimball? Here's to no wave three. <laughs> Who's your Helen Kimball? Um, I went with Jennifer Connelly. I thought of her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I she is in one of my favorite movies from one of my childhood, The Alita? Labyrinth. Oh. what'd you say? I said Alita. Alita. 
Battle. Oh, that's not from my childhood. <laughs> um, I thought you said Evita the first time. I'm like, what, yes. the Madonna movie? <laughs> the Madonna movie. Um, so she is in The Labyrinth, which I absolutely adore as Great a child. Movie. She was really good in A Beautiful Mind, starring opposite mm-hmm. Russell Crowe. She's been in lots of other movies. She is horribly depressing in Requiem for a Dream. <sighs> that movie is rough on so many levels. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she's an amazing actress. And again, I just, I was kind of going for the same look that Cela Ward had. Yeah. Right. Um, Sela? I don't know how to say her name. Just I, go Sela. Yeah. Sela. Whatever like, you want it to be. And like, you know, that you have to, sh- it's as though she didn't, wasn't on screen for very long. You really have to show the chemistry between those two super fast. Mm-hmm. Right. So I thought this, that. Jennifer Connelly could do that with my Kimball. I'm going to figure out who your Kimball is soon. You might. One day. One day. One day. <laughs> I'm just going to save it from the end of the... I'm going to kick you out of the room so I can say it alone in the room. <laughs> you have to listen to the podcast. Oh. <laughs> okay. Next on our list, we're going to get into Tommy Lee Jones's crew. Um, we didn't cast every single one of them, but we cast most of them. You cast the main ones. Yeah. So, um, Newman. The young guy on the team. Newman. Yes. Um, originally played by Tom Wood, who, if you want to watch the second one, spoiler alert, dies in the second one. Yes, he does. Doesn't Stupid Iron Man. I was going to say, doesn't Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. kill him? I kind of want to watch the second one now. It's not as good. I, I, rem- I don't remember it as much. Yeah. Because the thing is, in the second one, they're actually chasing after a military kind of guy, so... Yeah. There's more, more gunfights and action and stuff like that. It's not as smart. Yeah. Yeah. Still good, but not as smart. Who's yeah. your Newman? Um, I want Tessa Thompson. Okay. Yeah, she's young and can has played that in, mm-hmm. you know new character before in the Men in Black International. That was alright. Trash fire. Um, <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> You could have just gone, she no plays way, Valkyrie. But. There's no way you don't know that Liam Neeson's the bad guy from the trailers. <laughs> like, No, we know. <laughs> that, that movie was just, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think she's really good. She is amazing, amazing as Valkyrie. Um, so, yeah. And she'd be good as this. Like, it'd be nice to, even if you still kept her as British, like, just because she's a U.S. Marshal. I don't know what the rules are for U.S. Marshals. But, so. You can shoot a gun. Are you from Texas? Are you from Texas? <laughs> You're Marshall. No, I think they're the Chicago version of the U.S. Marshals, but still. Yes. They're still Marshals. Uh, I went with... I went with Evan Peters. Quicksilver from X-Men. Okay. Because he has that really young guy look. Yeah. And so I wanted like that really... I don't want to say the innocent looking rookie, but like I really he, want the rookie is. look. Yeah, he is the innocent looking rookie. So I wanted the one they kind of just like push around because he does. Let's yeah. Be yeah. Well, the way like he, he says, don't let them make fun of your, your ponytail. ponytail. That's making fun of your ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, but yeah, I wanted that really. Though they do get really good information. Like when him and um, Biggs talk to Bones. Yeah. Then he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We didn't ask you about Richard Campbell. Yeah. We didn't ask you where he was. That's not the question. Yeah. So. So yeah. So yeah, I wanted that. I wanted somebody that you'd instantly go, "Yeah, he's the rookie on this team." Yeah. Yeah. Evan Peters. Okay. Quicksilver. Um. Next on our list is Pool. Originally played by L. Scott Caldwell. Um. She was the. I don't know what she was. Well, like, like, I know Newman was the rookie, like, yeah. other ones were marshals, but, like, she never ran after any of the things. Like, was she just there to take statements and stuff like that? Like, No, she was still part of the team, because no, when no, they I know. raid that house, she's in there with them. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she is. Because she's delivering mail. No, what one was she doing? Because they know. all do that thing where they're walking up to the house, and then they pull it off, and yeah. it's like, U.S. US marshals on the back, yeah. So, yeah. I would say she's still part of the, like, she's, yeah, a, she's still, part of the team. Yeah. So. Okay. Am I up? I'm up. You're up. I want Michelle Rodriguez. Okay. Letty. Because <laughs> come on. You would need a badass woman. I could totally see her as being a U.S. Marshal. 
you know, of course, because she's played every army person under the sun and SWAT people and... <laughs> so if you need somebody... <laughs> a badass lady. But that's the thing, right? You want this badass person in this team that's not just there to take the statements. <laughs> I want with someone different. Oh, okay. I want someone funny. Melissa McCarthy? Someone's playing like classical music outside yeah. my house. It's fine. Um, no, no, I went no, with someone. With no, no, I went with um, Taraji P Henson. She's really funny. She's been in a couple of those not great comedies, but like she has really good like uh, stand-up comedy specials and stuff like that that I have enjoyed. So I think she's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of those rising stars in that comedy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's done very, very well. I think she's funny. So I think I think this group needs to be that. They need to be funny. They've got to have the camaraderie, right? Yeah. They've got to be close to one another. And that's why like Newman's kind of out of it a little bit because he's the new guy. But mm-hmm. everyone else has kind of got to mesh together somehow. Yeah. Including Gerard. Like, he yeah. is the boss, but he still calls himself the big dog. Yeah. And, you big know, dog's never wrong. <laughs> admits that when he's wrong and stuff like that so yeah 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 okay next on our list not wedge but biggs where's wedge maybe they weren't star wars fans that's sad (laughs) considering yes they have a star wars alum um no or they're in every final fantasy there's always a biggs and wedge character there is even from the beginning because I don't remember when the original Final Fantasy came out. I don't know if it was in the very first one, but I know it was a running theme after a while. Since Star Wars, anyway. Pretty much. Yeah. I think Star Wars came out before Final Fantasy came out. Did it? That's, yes. what, I was, that's what I was yes. asking. So I don't know. I, I'd have to. Well, I'll look it up later. Okie dokie. You're up. I am up. So speaking of how I want this to be a little funnier, um, I went with Bill Hader for this. Didn't actually mean to bring him up earlier. (laughs) (laughs) He just just popped up. Yeah. Because, like, this was... um, I didn't say who this was originally. This was Daniel Roebuck, who is a comedian. Mm -hmm. Like, he plays funny stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, this guy has been in a lot of funny things and a lot of disturbing things. destination. Yeah. Um, Like, he has always been one of those... Like, he is the comic relief type of guy. Yeah. Right? He was no. Grease? Grease Diris in The Fallen Order? I did not know that. Apparently he was. Grease says at one point, Greasy money, baby. <laughs> <sighs> yep. That wasn't a Star Wars game. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, this guy has always been very, very funny. Yeah. Um, so I wanted someone to kind of... And like, you see that and it's like... It's like, what about bullshit, Sam? <laughs> Like the like he, you know he's he's kind of the funny guy. Mm-hmm. Him and Joey Pants. Joey Pants. Yeah. So Joey Pants. <laughs> I'm we'll pretty talk. sure I got that from Kevin Smith. I don't want yeah. to take that no. away from him. Because <laughs> it's Pantaleono, kind of like yeah, I know. Yeah, Pantaloon, right? Pantaloon. Yeah. So. That's okay. Bigs. Who is your bigs? I want a little different route on yeah. that because you went comedy. I went with uh, Daniel Day Kim. Okay. Who's played a cop Hawaii Five O before? So I created a bit more of a multicultural group, but I still think he could be funny. So did I. Nah, yours is fine. No, but like, I wanted somebody that was a little bit more of the straight man in this case, because Michelle Rodriguez is always the badass woman, but she can be funny. Evan Peters, he's pretty good as Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Makes me laugh at least. <laughs> so. His his as Quicksilver, he's more of a physical comedy kind of guy. Yes, like with the scenes where he's going really fast and everybody's really slow. Everyone's really slow. Yeah. Like the pug with his face floppy. Was it a pug or was it like a bulldog? It was some sort of floppy dog. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, so I wanted Biggs to be kind of. I mean, he can still be sarcastic and all that and do that. But I think Daniel Day Kim has a very authoritative look for a U.S. Marshal. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Go on with him. Cool. 
Okay, next. Cosmo. Cosmo Renfrew. Joey Pant... Joe Pantaleono. Pantaleone? Sorry. I want to make sure I get his name right at least once. Because I've been calling him Joey Pants this whole time. Um, Pantolino. Such... Is it Pantolino? I don't know. Okay. I'm just um, such a character actor, character actor. I I was watching it. I'm like, yep. I'm remembering him from Bad Boys. Yeah, he was the he was the chief in all was, the Bad Boys movies. Yeah. He, he was, was um, Cipher. He was Cipher. Yeah. He was Me- Teddy and Memento. Yeah. He was also the um, reporter who was on Daredevil's trail in Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Right. <laughs> Which uh, a lot of people want to forget. <laughs> we will forget that. Yeah. Uh, he's just been in so many, so many different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's always really been really, really good. Like he was in The Sopranos for years. Mm-hmm. Or he's um, in The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, apparently, he was in Godzilla, the TV series. Is that the animated one? I guess so. I think I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, jeez. How terrible was that? <laughs> this is pretty terrible. <laughs> that was back when they made like weird kids shows from movies. Yeah, like the RoboCop kids show? Starship Troopers? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, hey, kids, watch this kids show about this movie that you're not allowed to watch. Who was he in Hercules? King Pan. I have no idea who that was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and this is just, we're just getting into the 90s now. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, I believe it's your go, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. I don't know how you'll feel about this one. I want Casey Affleck. This is like number two. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Casey Affleck. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you're liking that one. It's not. Uh, it's a little more my straight man to my Gerard. You didn't happen to look up Casey Affleck before you picked that, did you? Why? Not really a good person. Oh, is he a terrible person? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't look him up. Yeah. I looked up his acting career, but I didn't look him up. Great actor. Not a great person. <laughs> Doesn't need to be a great person. Just needs to be an asshole. Yeah. No. That's what I'm making him. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look it up. <laughs> Later. Later. Apologize next episode, maybe. No. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just completely misread that or whatever, but I'm pretty sure he was one of those. I don't know if it was the Me Too stuff, but I think it was. Oh. I think it was. He was part of like uh, abuses, like not like sexual. I can't remember. Ah, we'll look it up. Yeah. For now, that's what I'm sticking with. Okay. If it's terrible, it's terrible. <laughs> you can make a comeback. Yeah. You can apologize. Someone does. Someone, Someone has to make a comeback. Yeah. Um, Oops. Okay. So, because I'm kind of going comedy-ish, mm-hmm. um, this guy isn't a comedy actor, but he's always been very funny and very charismatic. I went with Sam Rockwell. Yep. Yeah. Love Sam Rockwell. I thought about using him for my... Gerard, no. But I, even though he's almost fifty, he does not look old enough to be a Gerard. No. Right. So he doesn't no. look like he's got the seasoned underneath him. No. He's so. still got that young. Yeah. Young man's face. Yeah. So, so I picked him here because like, the two of them have the most screen time for the Marshals. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. And also Sam Rockwell is. Always good. I've never seen him in a... I've seen him in bad movies. Never seen him be bad in those movies. What one am I thinking of? I do not know. Shoot, with Sam Rockwell. Moon? No. Iron Man 2. Well, that too. Mr. Wright. Mr. Wright. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three billboards yeah, outside yeah, Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Okay. Next. The man with the one arm... A one-armed man killed by wife. So, Sykes. Uh, originally played by Andreas Katsoulis. Sure. Yeah, let's go with Andreas Katsoulis. Um, Assuming it's a Greek name. I would assume so. Um, I thought he was good. Well, I thought Sykes mm-hmm. was a good, like, henchman-y bad guy. Um, he was definitely physically imposing. Yeah. Um, so, and uh, even though, uh, Harrison kind of 
gets the better of him in each of the fights, right? Yeah. Obviously, Harrison has both use of both of his arms. <laughs> this is true. Um, which probably does help. Um, yeah, I still think he did a good job being this kind of imposing. No. Though I always. Well, he's not a smart man. No, he's not as smart. I always thought it was so weird. Like, I never understand this in movies. When, you know, the cops come, like, hey, can we ask you? Well, what the hell? And he's so angry with the marshals for being there. And it's like, mm. why aren't you concerned? You're angry, which makes me think you're guilty. Well, I like the fact right? that they're like, hey, do you know Richard Kimball? And he's like, no, who? Who's yeah. Richard Kimball? Oh, you mean the guy who killed his wife a year ago? No, I don't know him. No, no. And he's like, well, is there any reason he'd be in your house? And you kind of look at him and he's like, I like the fact that Gerard's like, yeah, that guy's full of... Yeah, and even as they leave, they're like, I don't like this. This is weird. Put a guy on him. (laughs) Yeah. So. So. Who he then easily gets rid of the cops outside his his door because of the stupid Chicago guys. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it my go? It's your go. Um, I went with somebody physically imposing. Because you have to kind of go with someone physically imposing mm. for this. Um, I went with Alexander Skarsgård. Skarsgård. One of the Skarsgårds. They're back. <laughs> we need to make a list of how many times we've used Skarsgård. I, I, think I, I think I've used him. I think this will be my third, second or third time using him. No, no. Like, all Skarsgård. Oh, okay. We should do a movie where we cast every Skarsgård. Oh. I have cast every scars god in this movie. <laughs> Being John Malkovich. Yeah. <laughs> Being what's his what's the dad's name? Stalin Scars Being Stalin Skarsgård. <laughs> this was Peter and Alexander and Bill. Bill. <laughs> oh yeah. geez, there's too many of the Scars Guards. Yeah. Okay. And then just for fun, a Sarsgard. <laughs> the one Sarsgard. The one. I'm not related to these guys. Yeah. <laughs> They just picked me up and, uh... <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, when you gotta go physically imposing, this guy is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, just a giant of a man. He's bulk. He's, you know, he's ripped. He's, right? And, like, this is the thing. Like, if you want to make this kind of movie now, like, you can't avoid the person... The, the These guys are in shape. Mm-hmm. Right? That That's one of the things you don't really get anymore like you did in the 90s and 80s where the hero could be out of shape and the you know mm-hmm. like they didn't always physically imposing didn't always mean six-pack abs and all your, all the muscles in the right. world you know they were just this big guy even if he was a like do you remember commando not really but yes bennett the bad guy in commando was this paunchy asshole who didn't compare to Har- to Harrison um, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger at all when it came to muscles? No, right? But he was mean and imposing and wore a chainmail shirt for some stupid reason. Who doesn't? Um, so, like, that's what I mean. Like, you can be these characters in the '90s that yeah. you kind of have to now. Well, we I think right? we changed it because it was before. A lot of it was always like their evil. Um, Wow, not evil henchmen, but they're like just the brains of operations, right? Yeah. Like they had the henchmen to do stuff for them, and now it's like, no, they don't need henchmen to do it; they'll do it themselves. Yeah, and they're yeah, either big imposing figures or mm-hmm. karate experts. Yeah, <laughs> I went kind of similar with Sykes, but I went with somebody that's like rough and gruff. Because he's a former, I don't know, I almost make him a former military man instead of a policeman. But then have him as a, you know, the security the consultant the head, for yeah, the Devlin head, McGregor. Devlin McGregor. So I went with Michael Rooker. Okay. Yondu. Yes. <laughs> Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. Because he can play that really gruff guy, right? And he's already played somebody missing a hand. Who's missing it? When? Daryl. No, Larry. Oh. Right. Oh, no. What the hell's his name? Oh, uh, Walking Dead, right? Yeah. Merle. Merle. Larry. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Merle. Like, Yondu wasn't missing a hand. No. Merle was, though. Merle was, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, he can play this gruff, tough-looking guy that you'd be like, okay, yeah, he's 
kind of knows what he's doing with this security consultant. Mm-hmm. But you can believe that he could overpower somebody even oh, with yeah, a missing totally. arm. Yeah. So, Michael Rooker. Sounds good. Okay. Now for our bad guy, uh, Dr. Charles Nichols. Nichols. As we said, he was played by Jerome Kreb. Karabi? Karabi? I don't Crab. know. Sorry. Crabbe? Sorry, Jerome. Crabbe. Um, I really like this character. I did too. I like the fact that in the beginning, you know, Kimball comes up to him and he's like, oh, how can I help you? You need, oh, money? Sure. Here you go. Like, mm-hmm. what else can I do? And it's like, they really play that along yeah. until the end when you're like, oh, he is the guy. Yeah, but I think like that twist isn't as well thought out like you kind of know from the beginning oh this is going to be the bad guy yeah right like not that that's a problem mm-hmm. right but i you do i do i do also like the fact that yeah he helps him and he says right? it to the cops right he's like yeah i saw kimball this morning yeah like but and he goes like you're also not going to catch him he's yeah. smarter than you but the thing is, is, he, is he's as smart as you he's like no he's smarter than me yeah you're like, oh, okay. But the thing is, I think that character doesn't think that. Like, he's no. willing to help Richard because he doesn't think that Richard's going to catch Headshot. him. No. Right? Because he doesn't think Richard's going to go into depths on these trials and everything. Like, yeah. he's on the run from the law. Why mm-hmm. would he? Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I, I also, I, I enjoyed the way this guy played him. It's again, it's just that, mm-hmm. that accent is super weird. It's a weird one. Yeah. So. If I'm first? Uh, yes, I believe you're first. So I went with Jason Bateman. Okay. Because he can play... When he plays a villain, he can usually play a really creepy villain. Because oh, God, you, can, yeah. you can look at him and say... I don't know. He just has that Arrested Development feel all the time. Where he's like just the goofy dad. Yeah. That I, wants to keep I, his family. I haven't watched Ozark's, Ozark yet. No, but I'm, everyone says he's really good in that. It's yeah. a very serious show. But I did watch The Outsider on HBO, and mm-hmm. he plays, he's very, very creepy and very, yeah. you know. But I think he can totally pull off the whole friend, you know, the doctor friend that's like, yeah, how can I help you? And then you're like, but you can still tell there's something sinister to him, mm-hmm. or that he's hiding something. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Jason Bateman. Who'd you have? Um, I picked Don Cheadle. Ooh. War yeah. Machine. War Machine, yes. Um, I think he's always been a really, really good actor. Yeah. And, like, you know, I was thinking about, you know, you don't see um, Nichols doing actually any medical stuff. You only see no. him, like, playing tennis and, um, like, in meetings and stuff yeah. like that, right? You don't actually see him as a doctor where you do see Richard at, at surgery at one mm-hmm. point. Um, so I kind of wanted that suit kind of doctor, right? Sorry. A question that just came to mind with Nichols and all this. Mm-hmm. Was it to frame Kimball for the murder or was it to kill Kimball? It was to kill him. Okay. That that surgery wasn't part of the plan. He was supposed yeah. to be there when Sykes came into the house and killed him. Yeah. He was supposed to kill both of them, I'm guessing. But he got called back. Yeah. So he wasn't there no. when Sykes showed up. Right, so. All right, sorry. Yeah. Continue on with Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's, like, War Machine is just kind of his most known for thing. Right, what? War Machine. Um, well. It's Iron Patriot, sir. Sure. War Machine sounds better. War Machine rocks. Yeah, <laughs> War Machine rocks. Um, so, yeah, he's very, very good in those. He was... You know, he was good in, as bad as that accent is, he's good in the Oceans movies. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he's just an all-around really, really talented actor. So, I wanted, I kind of wanted to see him as a bad guy, which you don't get to see him that often. No. So. I could see him as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But War Machine rocks. Yes, War Machine rocks. Hey there, normal-sized man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love those movies. It's not as good as the the Tic Tac line. What's up, Tic Tac? (laughs) Okay. Next. Samuel Gerard. Samuel Gerard, the man who doesn't care. 
I don't care. Originally played by Tommy Lee Jones. Probably one of his best roles. Yeah. Thing is, it's Although part... I do love him in Men in Black. Oh, yeah, I was oh. gonna say it's he's kind of known for these roles like this one and K for some reason, right? Like as as stupid as those movies are, and don't get mad at me. Those movies are stupid, oh, but they're, they're fun. So stupid, but he is great in them, and he's always been really good at doing this kind of like straight man funny thing, mm-hmm. right? Well, even you said it, uh, Man of the House. Yeah, like wasn't a great movie. Wasn't great, but he had some really good. Yeah. Lines. And like, not to say he can't do other things. His role in No Country for Old Men is incredibly well done, mm-hmm. and like that movie is so so good. So, so I wanted to throw a cameo in while we're talking about Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. I wanted him to be the lawyer when he calls him on the phone, because uh-huh. I don't really want to see the lawyer in the thing. But when he calls his lawyer, I want it to be Tommy the Lee. The voice Jones. of Tommy Lee Jones. Well, you could be in the office and be like, mm-hmm. "You need to turn yourself in." And that's like all he says, right? Yeah. That was my cameo. Okay. Do you want him to play it like Two Face? <laughs> we don't talk about that one. <laughs> Everyone just wanted to be the Joker. Everyone wanted to be the Joker. Yeah. Okay. Who's your Gerard? Oh, I guess it's me first, isn't it? Yeah. Um. I went with Angela Bassett. When you like. She obviously, obviously does not look as old as Tommy Lee Jones does. No. Because no one looks as old as Tommy Lee Jones does. Um, sorry, Tommy Lee Jones. Um, but she does have that seasoned gruffness, mm-hmm. right, um, that you see in, like, Mission Impossible Fallout, right? When she's talking to Henry Cavill and when she's talking to, you know, Tom Cruise and stuff like that. Like, she is a no-nonsense... Yes, <laughs> bullshit kind of lady, mm-hmm. and I think that she would do this job, this role, incredibly well. Yeah. yeah, and this is unfortunately my third time using her. So no more after this. <laughs> no, you had four Jack Blacks. I get four Angela. <laughs> do you really want to go back that route? <laughs> We're gonna come to a movie where it's like, hey, I need to use Angela Bassett again. Okay, you can use Jack Black again. Great, <laughs> casting him in the same part. <laughs> Yeah. So I just think she'd be awesome doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she can, like, because of her roles and other things, like, even in the Olympus movies before she died in the second one, like, (gasps) she can do kind of that funny bits that Tommy Lee Jones does doing this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Who did you have? Who was your different type of. Drug. So I went a little more comedic on this than I, than I originally intended. If you um, pick Jack Black, so help me God, <laughs> it's Jack Black. <laughs> no, I went with Will Smith. I almost picked him for my Kimball. Really? Yeah. I I had a toss up between him and Kimball, but I wanted I wanted him because I mean we've seen him in Bad Boys play the cop, but I don't want the run around, shoot him out guy. I yeah. want him a little bit more of that, like, Will Smith sarcastic with some seriousness to it. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way he delivers lines and has that kind of, like, I smell bullshit kind of. Yeah. Like, I think he would do this really well. And I didn't want it just, like, the old gruff Tommy Lee Jones, who d- played this part perfectly. Mm-hmm. But I wanted a different kind of take on it. So I was like, I want Will Smith to come in. and He's also 50. Yeah. Right. He's not, he's what, 10 years younger than Tommy Lee Jones when, what does, when he did yeah. this. So, so speaking of men in black. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even so, think about that. That, that wasn't, that wasn't <laughs> the original intent, by the way. Uh-huh. But it was like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. men in black. Yeah. So. Agent J replaces Agent K again. Yeah. But I still think he would play <laughs> So this if that movie ever came out, that would definitely be the headline of somebody's review. Yep. <laughs> Once again, K- Agent J K- is replacing Agent K. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think Will Smith would do a great job with this. Yeah, he probably would. Okay. Last but not least, apparently my favorite actor of all time, Harrison, <laughs> Harrison Ford. Ford. Um, Doctor Richard Kimball. Yeah. So great. He's so good. Like, okay, as much as I love Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. as any listener of this show would definitely know. Clearly. Um. He's never anything but Harrison Ford. 
You're not going to love the new pick for Kimbo, but keep going. But you know what I mean, though, right? I know. Like he, you always tell it's Harrison Ford. It, you can always tell it's Harrison Ford. Um, or Indy. But the thing is, they all kind of have that exhausted hero tendency, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're always kind of that... Like, Hansel, I guess, is is a little more energetic than the rest of them. Well, until the... I mean, until the new ones. Like, yeah. the original ones. <laughs> until he gets old, you mean? Yeah, until he gets old. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it, I, the first Indiana, I don't think he's that exhausted. No, but, you know, like, even, like... Yeah. Like, oh, God, I got to do this. Okay, yeah. let's go do this. Like, let's just pull out the gun. I yeah. don't want to fight. You know, it's stuff like that. It's like, okay, I know what I need to do. I don't want to do it, but I need to do it. So let's go do this, right? <laughs> I like, didn't kill my wife. Yeah. It's this. It's indie. It's even um, his time as Jack Ryan mm-hmm. in Clear and Present Danger and Patriot Games. Like, it's always kind of the same. Harrison Ford. The same Harrison Ford. Not taking anything away from the acting like it fits the parts he plays like i think that's why he's gravitated towards these parts well i think it's right? a, almost a bit of a tight casting to a s- extent right mm-hmm. like you need the gruff yeah but exhausted hero yeah but it's not as bad as like say bruce willis no like where he's always the either the new york cop or the fbi agent who's just annoyed yeah said and like it's gotten it's gotten to him Mm-hmm. Right, like Bruce Willis isn't the person he used to be, you know, because all he does is the same thing over and over again. Although I, I loved him in Fifth Element. Yeah, he was great in that. But again, he played an ex-military officer. I right? loved him in Unbreakable. Split. He was, he was pretty good in as well. Not great. Yeah, but like he has definitely lost a couple of uh, beats when it comes to. Or sorry, no, Glass, not Split. Yeah, being. Mm-hmm. Right. He's the, not. The, he's not the John McClane we loved. No, but he's right? he's part of that group of, which is funny because it's like part of the group from the Expendables, mm-hmm. right? He's part of that Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Harrison Ford was in the third one. Harrison Ford, like he was part of that big '90s action star. Yeah. That yeah. kind of got replaced now. We don't have, and we've talked about this before. We don't have. We don't have action heroes. Action stars. We no. have The Rock. We have we, the Vin Diesels. We have superheroes. We got superheroes. Yeah. We have way more superheroes, right? We don't have action stars. No. But again, I wouldn't call this an action movie. I wouldn't. No, like, Indiana Jones definitely is. Yes. Uh, Star Wars definitely are. Of course. Um, but, like, this isn't, and Blade Runner definitely is not. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I totally agree with you. We don't have the Schwarzeneggers, the Stallones, the... Mm-hmm. Um, Van Dams. Well, that was a lesser degree, but yeah, we don't we don't have those people anymore, which is okay. I'm okay with it, to be honest with you. It's fine, like we got away from the, you know, the action, the the white guy action star, right? Yeah. Though, although we do have like John Wick, we I was gonna say we do have Keanu, <laughs> but Keanu is still but the thing is, a very interesting actor. But not only that, the character is a lot more complex than say John Rambo or except for maybe in the first movie or like John Matrix from Commando (laughs) didn't mean to pick two Johns or Neo who was John Anderson John Anderson (laughs) wow we like our Johns um that's like you know what I mean yeah I know what you mean yeah like even in True Lies which we did which was a 90s Mm -hmm. action film but like that character isn't like he's just out to do his job and then save his daughter, mm-hmm. right? He's not. It's not in this hugely nuanced world of the John Wicks with the Continentals and the t- High Table and the yeah. like. They built this whole mythos around this character that you do not get in those movies. No, right? They're just explosions and guys shooting from the hip. Whereas in John Wick, they went. They tried to do something that was realistic, and he reloads, and he, well, he hits people in the head, and yeah, he runs out, he reloads, yeah. he, you know, is counting his shots like he's yeah, but he's Baba Yaga, yes, yeah. Okay, Kimball, Kimball, you go first. Oh, I'm going first. I finally get to go last. Okay, so I, I said this because you're like you always see Harrison Ford as Harrison Ford. You have said this to me before, but I'm picking him. Leonardo DiCaprio? Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he could play this role as, you know, 
the surgeon gone fugitive on the run. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be actiony, but like he just has to be that kind of whole point of him trying to hide his identity and all that. Like, well, even Leonardo's like most actiony role, I guess, would would definitely be like Inception. When, and that's like, kind of why I chose him. That he, that's actiony, but like he's not like super actiony. No, in that. yeah. Which again is a very good example of uh, another kind of action star because in that one. He has that great scene in the beginning where he's taking out the guards in the mm-hmm. dream, but he's catching the bullet casings when he shoots, right? Yeah. So they're not making a sound. Small details that I like. Small details. Good small details. But like Leonardo DiCaprio, hey, we haven't seen him in a lot of things yeah. recently. He's been more of a producer and, you know, he won his Oscar and that's everyone got happy and that was it. Like, I'm done now. I'm done. He's <laughs> done. But I'd like to see him come back into a... Kind of a bigger blockbuster. But it would also be nice to, like, don't play this the wrong way, but, like, it'd also be nice to see him in a smaller role like this. Yeah. Where he's not this giant plantation owner or dream thief or, right? I liked him in Django. But you know what I mean? I know what you like, mean. Like, he has these he's larger... He's over th- the top. Yeah, these larger-than-life characters this where is, this is not that at all. No, this is a very grounded, yeah. almost scared guy that is trying to figure out what exactly happened mm-hmm. and how did he get to this point. And so I want to see Leonardo DiCaprio do this. Okay. And then him against Will Smith, I think it would be an interesting pairing. See how that plays out. Okay. <laughs> Who do you have? Um, speaking of superheroes. Robert Downey Jr.? I went with Chris Evans. Oh, I had Robert Downey Jr. as well. I couldn't pick Robert Downey Jr. He I was really in the sequel. He... Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Good thing I didn't pick him. I almost picked him for uh, um, Gerard. Yeah. 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 Robert Downey Jr. Or just Robert Downey Jr. I picked Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yeah. Um, he's not as old as Harrison Ford was when he was doing the did the role, but no. Not beside the point. Um, doesn't have to be. You can just rewrite. Yeah. I think him as Captain America, especially in like the Winter Soldier, when he's on the run and when he's hiding from his own people, like mm-hmm. he has You just put a hat, sunglasses on and you hide Totally. That's that's the Marvel yeah. way of blending. Yeah. But, like, he could totally play... Like, he has a great beard. Like, he has it now. Right? Um, it's just a magnificent beard. It's just, I can't grow them. I always admire men who can grow great beards. <laughs> um, no. I admire men who can grow great beards, Chris. Mine is great. <laughs> um, but, no. He has... He has that kind of... I am... I know my physical capabilities and my mental mm-hmm. capabilities, but you don't always ha- I don't have to show them off mm-hmm. kind ofness to him, which really made him a great Captain America. Yes. Right? Where he was he is this unbelievably talented fighter and everything like that, but he doesn't have to always use it on everybody because he doesn't have to. No. A lot right? of times he tries talking out of it. The best and the reason I'm bringing Winter Soldier up is because his fight against the Leaper at the beginning of that movie, um, I think it's the Leaper, whatever, that stupid character they have at the beginning where played by the MMA fighter, mm-hmm. where he's like, you know, he's just, he's defending himself, he's defending himself, and then the then the guy insults him, and he's like, okay, fine, let's do this, and then just like one punch, and he's down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I was teasing, I was toying with you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I was letting you have the benefit of the yeah. doubt, but, yeah. you know, we're, like, we're done. This character has that, but with his intelligence. Yes. Like, he is a doctor and a vascular surgeon, so you think, oh, that's what he knows. But no, he is he is shaving his beard. He is finding out the information he needs to do. He's sneaking into things. He's making right. fake IDs. Like, he knows this guy is super intelligent, and you're just, you're chasing this brain. Well, I love right? the fact, too, the way they make him, because there's that scene with the kid, with the kid Joel. His name is Joel. I know. Like, there's that scene where he's, like, standing there. He's, like, check the film, check the film. And then he checks it and still looks at it wrong. But he looks at it wrong, but then he's, like, only checks it for, like, a couple seconds. And Mm -hmm. then he's, like, hey, can you take this kid? And, like, he's able to figure out what it is. And then they have that, like, dialogue where he's, like, well, what's, you know, how's the kid? And he's, like, well, he's alive because of him. Saved his life. Saved his life. Yeah. And they're, like, really? As a doctor, would you? But the thing is, not only that, but he risked. He risks everything to do that yeah right and like just because he can't not help yeah right like even when earlier when the gunshot victim kind of 
comes by him, yeah. he stops and like looks after it and is like, no, he he doesn't go in right. But like this, the guard, yeah, right. The whole point, like I thought when he, I, I for some reason couldn't remember the beginning of the movie as much as I used to. But like when he's like, I need you to take these off so I can save him. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, doesn't he like run off? And then I'm like, oh no, no, he, he actually tries to save him. He does save him. Yeah, they pull him out. <laughs> like when he when he gets in the ambulance, yeah. tell the doctor he has a stab wound in this area, yeah. and he's like, how the hell did you know mm-hmm. that by looking at his face? Because yeah. <laughs> he was there. Yeah. yeah. So like again, like he yeah. made sure to save him, right? Yeah. So yeah, again, Chris Evans. Chris Evans has that nice guy persona which i think yes. he, that and i loved him in knives out where he kind well, of yeah but the thing is that ni- nice guy persona really helped him in knives out yes right so you really go oh yeah he's he's trying to help yeah ish because mm-hmm. no. even like scott pilgrim where he wasn't playing a nice guy <laughs> like you know like he throws <laughs> scott against the, the castle and he comes up to ramona is like nice kid i like yeah, him uh, i like him <laughs> He's doing what? He's like, just like, but he has to, like... You have to fight my stunt doubles. Yeah. <laughs> so. I love that scene where they pan away. Scott's <laughs> getting his ass handed. They pan back and he's like, hey, I'm done. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah. Ah, that movie's great. The movie is great. Need okay. To watch it. That's it for The Fugitive. What's our uh, next week? I can't remember. I'll look it up while you do our outro. I think it's a Keanu Reeves movie. Oh, yes. I remember now. Thank you. Because I think I chose it. You did. And we were having a long debate on this one. Yes. Okay. But we have enough people. So where can they find us, Hassa? Uh, you guys can find us on Facebook at Recasted Podcast. Uh, Twitter on Twitter at Recasted Pod. Uh, you can find you Danielle. <laughs> I have to remember how to spell it. You can find Danielle at, uh, on Instagram at Fionavir, which is all lowercase. F-I-O-N-A-V-E-E-R. Um, she does a lot of baking, puts her stuff up on there. Mm. Um, yeah. And nice. Chris, where can they find you? Find me on Etsy at the Canuck Comic Guy store. One day we'll get our recasted table up and mm. we'll throw that on our Facebook page so you yeah. can have a look. It's part of the stuff I do, but got a few things up there now. and been uh, rather productive lately, so I'll get a couple more things going on. Cool, cool. So, yeah, good times. Okay. All right. Well, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch Speed.